Ready? We'll go ahead and get started with today's Verizon IndyCar Series post-practice press conference. Joined now by the driver of the number five Aero Electronics SPM Honda for Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports, James Hinchcliffe, who finished second fastest in this afternoon session and second fastest overall. James, St. Petersburg has to be a special place for you, the site of your first win in IndyCar in 2013. Um, but you also got a chance to test the new 2018 IndyCar here on the streets this afternoon. Your thoughts on, first of all, what St. Pete means to you, but secondly, the performance of the car. Yeah, thanks, Kate. Hi, everybody. Um, I mean, you know, St. Pete for us, I think it's the perfect venue to, to start the IndyCar season. You know, it's, it's got such a cool vibe. It's a very vibrant city. The city really embraces the race, which is, uh, which is very fun and exciting for us. It's hell of a black backdrop, not a, not a bad, you know, piece of scenery here. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just been the start of the season for so long. I, I couldn't really imagine it being anywhere else at this point. Uh, as far as the car goes, yeah, the, the 18 car is very different. I can tell you that. And I think you're going to hear that a lot over the weekend um, and a lot over the, over the years. We go to all these racetracks for the first time with it. But, um, you know, St. Pete is always, uh, it's always interesting uh, on Friday. It's super low grip and a lot of different series out there laying rubber down and all the rest of it. But uh, throwing up some interesting challenges today. Obviously, a lot to learn with the new cars and, and our, our side personally with the new team and a lot of, a lot of new personnel, I should say, on the team. But uh, yeah, solid, solid start to the day. We had your teammates in here a little bit earlier today and, and you just mentioned the different personalities, the different chemistries. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that and some probably not too many adjustments in terms of obviously you and Robert have known each other for a long time and you've also worked with Jack before, um, but just your thoughts on the team chemistry heading into the weekend and the season. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we brought in a lot of new people, you know, whether it was on the mechanic side, the engineering side, even the commercial side. You know, the, the team's really grown a lot and changed a lot um, internally over the over the last six months. Driver side, you know, we worked with Jack last year, and, you know, he's a great addition to the team. Robbie, can't get rid of him. It's been, you know, I sent him off to Europe for 10 years, and he just kept clawing his way back, and here we go. But, uh, no, it's it's been great. I mean, the uh, the dynamic in the team, in, you know, in the engineering office is, is very different than it was, you know, 12 months ago, and... And that's a good thing, you know. I think uh, we're we're already seeing the benefits of that. But at the same time, a lot of new people. There's a lot of learning to do, and, and in a year when there's a lot of learning to do on the car anyway, that's kind of an extra element to to tackle. But um, you know, Pierce Phillips, our team manager, has, has put a lot of a lot of new people in place, and you know, with a goal to be strong for a long time. So there might be some teething problems to get going. Um, certainly seems like it started off all right, but uh, but yeah, we're we're prepared for anything in, in the short term, and we're really just trying to build this team up for long-term success. Oh God, here he comes! I'll just go. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna let myself out. I'll do one intro question. We'll open to questions. We are now joined by our fastest driver of the day, Ryan Hunteray, driving the number 28 DHL Honda for Andretti Autosport. Ryan, we just got a little bit of a download as to how the 2018 IndyCar has been performing here on the streets of St. Petersburg. Uh, you have a best, best finish of second here, just for background for everyone, a best start of third, um, heading into qualifying tomorrow. What do you think the new car is going to do uh, on the racetrack? Thank you. Um, yeah, we've been on the podium here a few too many times, so I would really love to win this one. This is my home race, and uh, it would mean a lot to us for sure, especially to start the season off, the 2018 season, the right way. But um, I think today, you know, went pretty good, good start. I don't think anybody's really happy with their race cars at the moment, so it's just making the the, the most of it. Um, 
but this is uh, this is a race that yeah, like I said, we've been we've been close, and especially with the lower downforce cars in the past, we've been we've been pretty close to winning this thing. So hopefully, we can put it together and put our heads together tonight at Andretti Autosport and uh, and raise it up a few notches for tomorrow. Hi, <clears throat> James. Uh, on the charts, it said that you did your uh, fastest lap on black tires. Is that right? No, that is incorrect. Will Power did that. Right. Okay. Yeah. We were uh, on reds. We'll okay. Follow up question. Um, uh, follow up question was: uh, Did you notice uh, a big difference in acceleration out of the final turn compared to uh, last year? Yeah, out of the final turn, out of out of turn nine uh, as well. There's. Uh, there's, there's definitely there's a lot of things different about the cars. You definitely feel like you're hauling the mail, going down into all the big brake zones, one, four, ten. Um, it, it, I almost kind of was hoping we could talk to the track about adding some signboards down in turn four because there's only three, two, one, and we used to kind of break after the three. Now we're a good chunk before it, and it's kind of hard to judge. Yeah, so like it's that's how much it's changed. We literally need like new brake markers because we're we're going so much faster and have so much less downforce. If you <coughs> could both talk about this, uh, <clears throat> a lot of engineers and drivers have said that the cars have a very lively rear, and how much how difficult that is for the driver to keep that rear under control. All right, thank you. Um, it's really the whole car. It's just overall lack of downforce. You know, we come out here and we're we're used to the years past knowing exactly how hard we have to push it. Um, in, in the past, with, with more downforce, we, we actually have to go a little bit beyond our comfort level, you know, to get the lap time out of the car because there was so much downforce on it. And that was the most awkward thing about today was trying to just rein that back a little bit and not try and ask so much of the thing. Um, and, and that's where it's difficult. It's just sliding around. It's overall lack of grip. I remember after my first two outings trying to come back and give feedback, and I'm like, well, it's not really doing one thing wrong or, or another thing wrong. It's just it, it's all over the place, light. And... I think the biggest issue is going to be tire degradation in the race just because you're, you're sliding around so much and asking so much of the tire. So it's good, though. It's a new challenge. It's got everybody on their, on their toes, and we'll see who makes the most of it in the shortest amount of time. Yeah, I mean, just kind of echoing a lot of the sentiments that Ryan said, I mean, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a very different beast. Um, you know, I think we saw a lot more guys kind of back in the tail end of the car into turn one on the brakes there than we've ever seen before. Um, power down. I don't know how yours is. Mine's a whole lot worse. <laughs> it's uh, everything in the back of the car is different. Um, everything at the front of the car is different. The aero map is different. What it needs mechanically to be efficient with the aero is different. So, like you said, having to kind of reprogram your brain as to what normal is with this car has been a huge challenge everywhere that we've gone. And you know, doing it at a street circuit for the first time, I think, has been a, a bit of an eye opener. And again, I think I think Ryan's right. Degradation in the race is going to be uh, is going to be <laughs> wow. 110 laps, huh? Is that all? Wow, that's fun. Oh, that being the case, what is the most surprising, newly challenging portion of the track? And if you could both give me a, a shot at that. Uh, the From turn 1 to, f to 14, I think, is probably, <laughs> if I were to pick just... One section, oh, man. I don't know. It's uh, 
it, it, it literally like you, you take that amount of downforce away it, it's that much worse everywhere i don't know if there's necessarily one set maybe the chicane maybe 11 11 12 is a little trickier i don't know but i think all the uh, high speed sections that used to be kind of no-brainers in the other car you just kind of lay yourself in the corner of the car and get through it even though we're hauling that hauling the mail um now our corners that's that's the biggest challenge i think kinks a corner um especially in traffic that's gonna be a huge corner um three is just i mean you're using up every inch of track and you feel like it could step out and smack the wall at any point um and like james mentioned the the chicane down here the fifth gear what used to be flat flat is now you know gun to the head feeling isn't it yeah yeah In that uh, practice just now, both of you had faster laps in that practice just now than the fastest lap in any qualifying session last year. Uh, is that a surprise to you, or is it about what? You, is that about? Well, last year was a completely different track because last year turn three was uh, modified to address a problem with a bump or something. Yeah, so we had this kind of awkward little curb that sat out in the middle there. <laughs> yeah, makeshift chicane. So. You got to throw out last year. You'd have to compare it to 2016, and I'm not sure where that was. But yeah, last year's times are completely off because of that corner. I have one for James. Also, uh, you of course are working with a new race engineer, Lena. Uh, Two-parter. First of all, how how is that going so far in terms of the learning curve for both of you? And secondly, are you surprised that it's taken this long for there to be a female race engineer in, in uh, IndyCar? Uh, well, I'll I'll start with the second part. Um, yes, I guess. Um, yes and no. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, I think we're seeing in a lot of different industries, uh, like anything, you've, you've got to, you got to have an interest in it young if you want to get into, into motorsports in, in any facet. And, uh, I think we're seeing a lot of industries, uh, you know, promotion of, of, and then the, um, try to, you know, help encourage females to get involved in, in different areas that they hadn't previously. So, uh, maybe, Maybe yes, maybe no, but we're obviously thrilled that she's here, and uh, you know she comes with a wealth of experience. She's she's a no, she's a straight shooter. She's no BS kind of girl, which is great. It's exactly what we needed on stand, and um, definitely a baptism of fire for her. You know this this series and these cars very different from what she's used to, but she has a ton of experience, like I said, and, and I think she's adapting very well given the limited amount of testing that we really do get. Hadn't really seen an oval till we went to Phoenix, so that's like kind of a big deal. Um, but no, it's like I said, there's, there's a lot of new uh, people and procedures in place at the team and, and some of that's going to take some getting used to, but, uh, I think she's doing a great job so far. And, and every time we work together, it just gets that little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. Hey, I just had, you guys both have rookie teammates. I was just curious. I mean, you guys keep talking about having to reprogram your brains and the differences in the track. Is it really an advantage for these guys that they don't have to reprogram their brains and they kind of just experience it for the first time? I, I think there's there's a bit of that. I mean, everybody's going to come back down to what this car is or what the expectations are. The, the, the veterans will adapt. And, um, yeah, the, the rookies that haven't been in that other car and are going to all these tracks, those reference points are not there in the first place. So, But it's, it's not as bad as, a, you know, the Lucas Oil cars that we were slamming around in a few weeks ago. James and I actually, for, for my charity event, we're, uh, we spent hours <laughs> behind the wheel of the Lucas Oil cars doing, uh, passing each other three or four times a lap, having an absolute blast. All by ourselves out there. Yeah, we two yeah, cars. That's why we're here now. So Thanks for doing that, by the way. Yeah, of course, of course. But no, I'll just say, yeah, it's, as far as a, to pick a year to be a rookie, not that they picked it, but, you know, uh, 
it's, it's, it's as good a year as any because everybody is learning from scratch and you don't have those expectations. And even from last year, in all honesty, like the, the cars are challenging to drive no matter what era we're talking about. But if you're coming from a lights car or coming from a touring car, um, having to adapt to the amount of downforce that we had last year would have taken a bit. Like it took me a while when we got at least the, the 16 kits for the Honda cars to really kind of program my brain to be like, no, no, it will come out the other side. You know, and so to not have to do that for these other guys, I think is is a benefit for sure. Had they come in twelve months ago, uh, James, the, you just talked about the downforce level and having the commitment, the, the brain of that. What about the physical aspects? I know it should be quote unquote easier to drive from a physical standpoint because you're not so locked down, but it sounds like it's more stressful to drive. Yeah, that's that's actually a great way of putting it. You know, when when the car's on the edge with the rear being, you know, sort of questionable at most times of the lap it's uh it is very stressful you're a lot tenser as a driver you're a little bit more on edge so pure physicality it's way down steering torque way down uh but it's yeah yeah i guess just us but uh no yeah i, I think i think it'll be uh it'll be a physical race in a, an entirely different way i mean again i said it before 110 laps around this place is like a marathon but I haven't done that. I don't want a part of it yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm interviewing you now. Yeah. I haven't been there yet, but um, I, I think it's going to be, that'll be a big issue, it's especially to those fast sections I was talking about. You're not going to be able to follow anywhere near as close as you have in the past, so that, that'll be difficult, no doubt. I got this down, eh? He's good. I feel like it's, it's physical, the same, I, I don't know. I feel similar. Yes, this... The steering weight is not as heavy, you know. The steering weight's not the peak steering weight. Probably isn't quite as heavy, but you're you're so much busier behind the car, behind the wheel. I feel like you're busier, counter steering, doing all that stuff. So you're you have more inputs into that wheel, and, you know, sawing on it. So. Sorry to ask about Danica, but you guys are talking about. Um, <laughs> No, it's, you guys are talking about it's a good year for rookies with the new car, but she's not going to get in the new car for six weeks or whatever. So is, is it truly an advantage that she's coming in when you guys have a new car or everybody's going to have all this time in it before she gets in it? Well, nobody's going to have any time on a speedway, right? So she's going to get the same amount of time as the rest of us on a speedway at Indianapolis. Um, I think, you know, we don't know. We haven't really been on a speedway yet to know what the differences are going to be like. Yeah. I, okay, I did one day a long, long time ago in a galaxy far away, and the cars evolved a lot since then, Ryan, but whatever. Anyway, uh, no, I, so it's, when it comes to Indy, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword because if she was coming in last year, the cars were sorted, everybody knew what to expect, how they were going to race, how to set them up. So a rookie, not, not rookie, somebody, what's up? It's Uncle Cupcake. Hi, remember me? Anyway. Don't don't ask. Um, so, but but now you know coming in with a new car, she's gonna have to be part of that learning process with the team. And so, for Indy and Indy only package, it might not actually be as advantageous as it is for the guys that are doing full season. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.